talk Chicago. This is your boy Euclid Gray. And when I'm in town, I'm climbing the Jacobs. Jacobs. Jacobs ladder with my boys, the sons of Jacobs, on the hottest radio show, baby. We're climbing. Right now, we want to welcome you to Jacob's Lot of Your Live with the Sons of Jacob on WYCA 106.3, your real love station. For sure. We also like to welcome you to the Chronicles, where we search the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelations, where we feature hot new topics each week, discuss history, current events, and how both fit into the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm Judah. I'm Moshe. And I'm Reuben. And we're the Sons of Jacob! Yeah. Word up, yeah. word up. Come on. Tonight's topic is be ye not given to wine. Uh-huh. Word up, word up. Wanna say what's up to Jacob's posse, y'all reader, Anyan Faulkner, aka Judas Macabius. What's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? Word up. <laughs> On the phones, we got brother Harry O, also known as Enoch. My man's in there. The translator. And our board operator, DJ. Eddie Harris, C-Dub. Uh-huh. Word up, E-Double-Dub. All right, if you missed last week's show, you missed a real treat. Oh, yes, you did. It was <laughs> off the chain. Come on. Word up. We were blessed to have one of our teachers and our pastor, Brother Daniel Ashford, and he threw down. He blew it up. Real. Daniel Ashford, he was from the uh, House of Jacob. He was here with us on Jacob's Ladder. You know, we want to thank him once again and give out the contact information to the House of Jacob for those who didn't get the information and who missed the show. The address is 5316 West Harrison in Chicago. The phone number down there is 773-921-8190. All right? Classes are held every Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Y'all make sure y'all go out there and hear some more of that good gospel. So, so. All right? Our website address, www.sonsofjacob.net. All right? You can log on right now and actually see us on Jacob's Ladder, see one of our live performances and interviews, even listen to Jacob's Ladder programs, which you will be able to purchase real soon on CD. Uh-huh. You can now purchase our CD to increase. You can contract our concerts and appearances. And there's more on the way. There's a lot to do, so check us out and send us an email. Our email address is info at sonsofjacob.net. 
Net. Hit it up. All right, here's the Chronicles. Oh, uh, yeah. Be ye not given, given to, to wine. wine. That's right. That's so. what the Lord tells you. But you know, a lot of Christians drink today, as well as a lot of our Christian leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, they are what you call um, in the closet drinkers. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they see a group of uh, a group on the corner drinking, they that group is automatically looked upon as sinners. Yeah. Now tonight we're going to find out just what sin is. Uh-huh. You know, did Jesus sin? And did Jesus, our chief shepherd, drink? Did he drink, huh? Okay. Okay. So we're going to start this off in 1 John quickly. Um, the third chapter, pick it up at verse 4 when you get there. Mm-hmm. Whosoever committed sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. Yes, I like this um, scripture here because it's straight to the point. It says, whosoever sins transgresseth also the law, for sin is transgression of the law. Mm. So... For, for you know, for you to be able to sin, you have to break a law. Oh, okay. okay, that's okay. right. That's now, right. Now we go turn over to Hebrews the fourth chapter, and we go see if, if Jesus did he sin. We need to find this out. Hebrews the fourth chapter, and pick it up in verse fourteen when you get there. Make it plain, brother. Yes, sir. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Mm -hmm. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Yet he was without sin. That's us. The only person that came in the flesh and did not sin. That's That's right. Okay. But what we want to find out is, did he drink Mm. when he was in the flesh? Okay. Okay. So we're going to turn to Luke, the seventh chapter. This is exclusively exclusively here on Jacob's Ladder. We're going to make this plain here. Make it plain. Uh, make it Luke, plain. the seventh chapter, and pick it up at verse 33 when you get there. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and ye say he hath the devil. The son of man is come eating and drinking, and ye say, behold, a gluttonous man and a wine bibber, mm. a friend of publicans and sinners. You see what um, Luke said? He said, John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and ye say he has a devil, right? Mm-hmm. He said, but the son of man is come eating and drinking, and ye say, say behold, a gluttonous man, a wine bibber. So this let me know right here that Jesus... Did drink. Yes, sir. We talking about wine. literal wine. Yes, that's, sir. That was his first miracle when he turned the water into wine. Yes, sir. At that wedding. Yes, sir. All right. But we go get into a little bit more specific and see exactly what did Jesus, what did the Lord mean when he said, be ye not given unto wine. Mm-hmm. So we go turn over to Leviticus, the 10th chapter. I mean, Deuteronomy, I'm sorry, the 4th chapter. Okay. Let us go into the law and see well, you were commanded, all right? Because the Lord commanded you on a certain time of the year to, uh, the Lord commanded you a certain time of the year to drink. It was okay to do so, mm-hmm. all right? This is uh, Deuteronomy, the 14th chapter. Pick it up at verse 22 when you get there. 
Thou shalt truly tithe all the increase of thy seed that the field bringeth forth year by year. And thou shalt eat before the Lord thy God in the place which he shall choose to place his name there, the tithe of thy corn, of thy wine, and of thy oil, and the firstlings of thy herds and of thy flocks, that thou mayest learn to fear the Lord thy God always. Yes, sir. This was talking about during the time of the feast, okay, which is still good today, but we're not dealing with that. But skip down to verse 25. Then shalt thou turn it into money, and bind up the money in thine hand, and shalt go into the place which the Lord thy God shall choose. And the Lord was telling them if they couldn't make, make it up to the place where the Lord chose for them to take their money and bind it up. Yes, sir. Okay, finish read. And thou shalt bestow that money for whatsoever thy soul lusteth after, for oxen, or for sheep, or for wine, or for strong drink or for whatsoever thy soul desire it. Hey, this is what the Lord told you. This was in the law. Yes, sir. All right? So, you know, I don't, I don't want everybody to be going back to the law trying to get this scripture here, you know, just so they can get their drink on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like when they go back to the law to get the tithe. Right, you know? right, right. The old but, uh, name was done away with until you right. found out this scripture. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just tripped it up. But now turn to Leviticus, the 10th chapter. Leviticus, the 10th chapter. Because the Lord also commanded you something else. Leviticus 10 and verse 9. Matter of fact, pick it up in verse 8. And the Lord spake unto Aaron, saying, mm -hmm. Do not drink wine nor strong drink, thou nor thy sons with thee. When ye go into the tabernacle of the congregation, lest ye die, it shall be a statue forever throughout your generations. See, and the Lord didn't tell them that they couldn't drink. He told them, Don't come into the tabernacles of the congregation. Mm -hmm. That's what the Lord told them. Yes, sir. Right. You know, and he said this was a statue forever. Yeah. This is some, something else that the Lord had commanded them. But let's turn over to um, Titus, the first chapter. Mm -hmm. That's right. So, um, you know, we don't want to encourage anyone to go get their drink on the day before church. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you didn't hear that here. Right. <laughs> um, Titus. 1 and verse 7. Small book back there. Yes, sir. And you get it? Read it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We going from the old to the new. Yes, sir. We got to make a plane like that. Mm. We did it out of both books, huh? We did it out of the whole book, huh? Yes, sir. You know? It's right after 2 uh, Timothy. It's a small little book right there. Titus 1. Yeah, right after 2 Timothy. 7. Yeah, verse 7. For a bishop must be blameless mm -hmm. as the steward of God, not self-willed, nor not soon angry, not given to wine, nor no striker, not given to filthy lucre, but a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, just, holy, temperate. That's right. Now, the Lord said for a bishop must be blameless as a steward of God, not self-willed, not soon angry, not given to wine. He also told you sober in verse 8. And we're going to get a little bit more specific in this. So we're going to go to Proverbs, the 20th chapter. It's the reason why the Lord told you not to be given to wine. Proverbs 20 and verse 1. Get Wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. The fear of a king is as the ruin of a lion, 
who so provoketh him to anger sinneth against his own soul. That's right. The Lord said, wine is a mock, a strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're given the wine, then trust me, you're going to be mocked. Yes, sir. You understand what I'm saying? You're going yes, to be mocked. Turn to um, Proverbs 23. And pick it up at verse 30. They that tarry long at the wine, that they go to seek mixed wine. Mm -hmm. Thou look not thou upon the wine when it is red, when it giveth its color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. At the last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. Mm -hmm. Thine eyes shall behold strange women, and thine heart shall utter perverse things. Mm -hmm. Yea, thou shalt be as he that lieth down in the midst of the sea, or as he that lieth upon the top of a mast. They have stricken me, shalt thou say, and I was not sick. They have beaten me, and I felt it not. When shall I awake? I will seek it yet again. Now this is a man that is given the wine. Yes, sir. That's why the Lord told you that uh, wine is a mocker. Yes, sir. You know, this man here, he said, they have stricken me. Shall thou, shall thou say I was not sick? They have beaten me, and I have not felt it. When shall I awake? I will seek it yet again. This man here is drunk. Yes, sir. Got himself got beat up, huh? Yeah, he didn't got himself beat up, and he don't even know it. Turn to um, 1 Timothy, the third chapter. 1 Timothy, the third chapter. Pick it up at verse 1. This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. Mm -hmm. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, mm -hmm. not given to wine, no striker, not greedy of filthy lucre, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous. Now the Lord told this bishop not to be given the wine as well as all these other things here that we read. Yes, sir. All right, now skip down to verse 8. Likewise must the deacons be grave, not double-tongued, not given to much wine, not greedy of filthy lucre. And these are for the deacons, right? Yes, sir. Uh, now skip down to verse 11. Even so must their wives be grave, not slanderers, sober, faithful in all things. I wanted to throw that in because not only are you supposed to be sober or not given the wine, so is your wife. Yes, sir. You desire to be a bishop or a deacon. Read yes, that sir. verse 12 also. Let the deacons be the husbands of one wife, ruling their children in their own house as well. That's right. I always like to throw that in. But um, now that we see what the Lord means when he said, be ye not given the wine, Moshe, so what happens if you go too far with this? Well, the thing that we got to remember is the Lord, he got parameters for everything. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And people think that serving God is a fairy tale. You know, mm -hmm. you can be running the streets, you can be on drugs, you can be an alcoholic. But then as soon as you get baptized and come out of the water, presto, you ain't, all of that goes away. Right. That's not true. You, you are a work in progress. Yes, sir. And the Lord told you that the old man dies daily. Yes, sir. You know, but how do you put off the old man with his deeds? Mm -hmm. It's going to take some help. Yes, it is. You know, especially if when, in your, when you was out in the world, you were giving the wine. Yes, sir. Giving over the drugs or what have you. Mm -hmm. You're going to need some help. 
You know, a person who wants to learn how to fix cars, he go and he go to Lincoln Tech or somewhere where he learn how to really fix cars. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? You can have your back alley mechanic or you can be a real technician. Yes, sir. You're going to serve God, then the church should be a place where people can get real help if they have a problem with some kind of addiction. Yes, sir. There should be some, every church should be connected with some kind of treatment center or there should be some form of program set up for people. Okay, now that I know how to serve God, how do I put off this old man? Mm -hmm. It don't happen by itself. Yes, sir. We're going to read a little scripture to show how we as Christians should treat people, you know, when they come into the body of Christ and they are overtaken in a fault. Let's find out what the Lord told you to do. Let's go to Galatians chapter 6. Okay. And we're going to pick it up at verse 1. Yes, sir. Preach that gospel. Make it plain, make it plain. That old man don't die by himself. No, he don't. He don't commit suicide. If anything, he's going to try to destroy you. You have to learn how to put off the old man. That's right. That's right, brother. As you practice the word of God and as you get some kind of help, you know, and as you get the support of your brethren, mm -hmm. then you're able to overcome. You can do all things through Christ. Yes, sir. That's right. Pick it up in verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee. Is this Galatians 6 and 1? I'm sorry, I'm in the wrong one. I'm sorry. My bad. Galatians 6 and 1. Now, that was good reading. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, that's not what we're dealing with tonight. <laughs> <laughs> now, skip down to chapter 6 and read. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Yes, sir. Now, sometimes when we get into the truth, we forget that we might have been overtaken in a lot of faults, you know? Yes, sir. I mean, you might have been given to lust from females, but then you might see a brother who having a little problem with his marriage, and you might ball him up and condemn him. Mm -hmm. Or you might have, you know what I'm saying? When you got people that's given over... If you are overtaken in a fault, ain't that what giving the wine is? Yes, sir. You're overtaken in a fault. I don't think that any person who is out there on drugs, I don't think that they, that's what they want to do when they get up in the morning. Mm -hmm. That is a disease of the mind. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Word. And if you talk to anybody who's in recovery, they'll tell you that the actual addiction, 90% of it is your thinking. It's spiritual. Only 10% of your problem is that alcohol or... The drugs, that's why 90% of them go back because they don't change their thinking. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That's what the Word of God is for. It's for reproof, for correction, it's for uh, doctrine and instruction in righteousness. Yes, sir. You, that takes care of that 90%, which is the thinking, and then the, the alcohol or what have you, that's just a small portion of the problem. That's just what you do as a result of your thinking. But that's what we're here for. We're supposed to be able to welcome somebody in the body of Christ and help them put off the whole man with his deeds. Am I right? Yes, yes sir. Correct. Correct. Now, let's see what verse 2 says. Read this and think about this carefully. Bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So when you bear one another's burden, you are actually keeping the law of God. Yes, sir. So if you see a brother who's suffering with something and you're not willing to go through whatever it takes to help that person, you know, not to address the person, anybody can do that, but to actually help that person put off that old man with his deeds. Mm -hmm. You're not really keeping the law of God. No, you're not. 
If you really keep in the law of God, then the law of God is designed where the body of Christ, all of the parts of the body jointly fit together. That's right. So if your brother has got an addiction, then you got one. Word. The whole body of Christ got an addiction. Yes, Word. Sir. You know, we let's get together and help that brother in any way we can. Mm-hmm. You know, if that brother need employment, let's help him get that. If he needs some kind of treatment, you know, hey, we already know the book. Let's get him some kind of professional treatment if this doesn't work. Yes, sir. Whatever it takes to save our brother. That's right. Because the Lord said if you bring one into the fold, you know, all of the heavens rejoice. Yes, sir. When you get somebody to recover from alcohol or drugs, the whole heavens is rejoicing at that work. Yes, sir. Now, that's keeping the law of God. Word yes. up. Now, uh, pick it up at verse 3 and read. For if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. That's right. Now what we're going to do is we're going to go to Romans chapter 14. And uh, we're going to read a little bit more about this topic. I think this is a pretty important topic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And when you get there, pick it up at verse 1. Because this talks about those who are weak in the faith. Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. For one believeth that he may eat of all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. Now this is talking about how one person might think he can eat all things, and another person is probably a vegetarian. That's somebody who deals with herbs. Mm -hmm. But at the same token, you know, it's a, the same uh, concept applies to drinking also. Mm-hmm. You know, you got one person who don't drink, but it might be for several reasons. He might be a recovering alcoholic or something. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't be around that person drinking if it'll weaken your brother. Yes, sir. Right. You know, that might be a, a fault that that person was overtaken in, and you should consider your brother, yes, lest sir. you also be tempted. Yes, sir. All right, now what we're going to do is we're going to skip down to verse 10 and read. But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set at naught thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account to himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. So you, when you judging your brother, you can be just you. And when you judge your brother, you can be putting a stumbling block before your brother. That's right. You know, it's really like you ain't trying to help the person. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to judge a person, but it's a lot harder to get in the trenches to help that person. Mm-hmm. That's what a, a real servant of God would do. Yes, sir. Now, what we're gonna do is skip down to verse. Um, let's see. Let's skip down to verse 17 and read. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that is, for he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. That's right. That's what we're supposed to do. Read verse 15. I forgot to read that. This is an important point. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat, for whom Christ died. You shouldn't destroy your brother with your meat. Mm-hmm. You know, you got some people, uh, like Reuben was reading all of those scriptures that tell you that drinking might be okay. It wasn't a sin, otherwise Jesus wouldn't have made wine out of water. But then you might have somebody that's new to the faith, 
They might not be never had a drink in their life, but maybe your behavior might give them the wrong impression. Yes, sir. And they might become giving the wine, be, not that you are, but they might because they're following your example. Yes, you know, I think that we should try to put as best example as we can, especially those who are new in the faith. You know, that's when they're at their weakest. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do now, uh, read verse 20. For meat destroy not the work of God. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. It is good neither to eat flesh, nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth, or is offended, or is made weak. You should not want to do anything that would stumble your brother, or to make your brother weak in the faith. Yes, sir. Anything that would make your brother weak, weaker in the faith, you should not want to partake of that for his sake. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now read verse 22. Hast thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing which he alloweth. So you can do things, even the things that God allow you to do, and you can condemn yourself even in the things that the Lord said it is okay to do. If you do too much of it, you can condemn yourself. So now let's go to Romans chapter 13, and uh, we're going to find out that... Uh, we're going to find out why the Lord got certain laws set up by man to punish those who uh, are giving the wine. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Pick it up at verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. So if you resist the ordinances of man that he set up, he said the powers that be are ordained of God. Yes, sir. So just like the laws of the land tell you that certain things are illegal and you can go to jail for it, it's also illegal for you to drive if your blood alcohol content is over a certain point. Yes, right. sir. You know what I'm saying? In this state, I believe it's point zero eight. Right. Some places it's higher, some is some places it's higher, some places it's lower. But that is an ordinance of man. Yes, sir. And you can receive unto yourself damnation by breaking that ordinance. How? You can get killed in an accident. That's right. correct. And wake up before the judgment seat of Christ, and you probably took somebody else's life along with yours. So you might wind up going to the fire over, over, over some alcohol. Come on. Mm -mm. So the Lord is telling you, you can receive damnation just by not submitting yourselves unto the powers that are ordained by God yes, on this sir. earth. Yes, sir. Keep reading. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. In other words, God expects you to be a law-abiding sinister, mm -hmm. a citizen. That's right. Keep reading. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do not, but if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. Now, you ain't got to be afraid of the law as long as you ain't breaking the law. That's, That's right. right. Same thing with the law of God. Law of man is the same way. If you ain't doing nothing against the law of man, like driving under the influence or whatever, the then you ain't got nothing to be afraid of. That's right. But the Lord calls the police his minister. Just like the, the preacher in the pulpit is his minister, the police force is his ministers also. Make so, and their job is to do the ministry of God, which is put people in jail who drive the under the influence. Yep. Come on. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, ain't that what we reading? That's mm -hmm. what you read. All right. Now, let's skip down to verse 7 and read. Render therefore to all the... Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Owe no man anything but to love one another, 
for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. Now, you notice he went right into man's law, right directly into God's law. Uh-huh. They always been intertwined. Why do you think that if you kill somebody, it's against the law of God, but if you kill somebody, it's against the law of man? Mm. Man's law has always been directly connected with the law of God. Keep reading. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. That's right. Now, those are the commandments of God that we just read. Mm -hmm. But if you are under the influence of alcohol, how do you know that you're actually keeping these commandments? You might be so drunk, you don't know what manner of evil you're committing when you get intoxicated. That's right. Same thing with drugs. If you... You can't tell me that you're keeping the commandments of God when you are out here smoking crack. No, right. You know, you get broken enough and you get, you, I mean, that disease take over, you might do anything to get out. Yes, sir. You might knock somebody in the head, you might sell your body, God forbid, but I'm saying God don't want you to serve nothing but him. That's right, brother. Yes, you know, anything that'll get in the way of you keeping the commandments of God, then you shouldn't deal with it. That's right. All right, now what we're going to do is skip down to verse 13 and read. Let us walk honestly, as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envy. So that's how we ought to walk, not in, in honesty. You know, in other words, if you honestly need some help, you honestly should. I mean, you're the one that's going to have to make that step to address it within your own heart. Can't nobody else do that but you. That's right. Yeah. But we are the body of Christ. We are here to help you. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You shouldn't be ashamed. You're not ashamed when you high. You shouldn't be ashamed when you sober to admit that there's a problem. And you got family and friends. If not, you got us. We can help you deal with your problem. That's right. All right? But we're going to show you that there's more than one kind of drunkenness. Come on. We ain't going to just give you the natural side. Come on. We're going to give you the spiritual side. There's two types of drunkenness. All right? Because there are a lot of places where you can get treatment. And they might teach you everything about being sober, but everything they teach you about the Bible might not be correct. That's right. So they might be taking away one form of alcoholism and giving you another. another. That's right. So let's go to Isaiah chapter 29 and pick it up at verse 9. Make it plain, brother. Isaiah 29 and 9. Stay yourselves in wonder. Cry ye out and cry. They are drunken, but not with wine. They stagger, but not with strong drink. Now, these people are drunken, but they are not drunken off wine. No, they're not. And they are staggering, but they are not staggering through strong drink. Now, didn't in the book of Revelations, the Lord said that woman and had that golden cup. The whole earth was made drunk with the wine of a fornication. That cup was, was representing false religion. Mm. Come on. Okay? False religion is also a form of drunkenness. Yes, sir. And the Lord hates that type of drunkenness just as well as he hates the irregular type of drunkenness. That's right. God right. don't want you to be under the influence of any kind of uh, liquor, natural or spiritual. That's right. All right. Now keep reading. <laughs> For the Lord hath poured out upon you the spirit of deep sleep and hath closed your eyes. The prophets and your rulers, the seers, hath he covered. And the vision of, of all has become unto you as the words of a book that is sealed, which men deliver to one that is learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he saith, I cannot, for it is sealed. All right. Now skip down to verse 13 and read. Wherefore the Lord said, 
For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. Yes, sir. Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work among this people, even a marvelous work and a wonder, for the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the understanding of their prudent men shall be hid. Yes, sir. Woe unto them that seek deep to hide their counsel from the Lord, and their works are in the dark, and they say, Who seeth us, and who knoweth us? Sure. Yeah, keep reading. Surely your turning of things upside down shall be esteemed as the potter's clay. For shall the work say of him that made it, he made me not? Or shall the thing framed say of him that framed it, he had no understanding? Now, this is talking about spiritual drunkenness. Yes, sir. This is talking about people who have a spiritual bottle of wine, which is that false doctrine that they teach. Yes, sir. And they pour it in a spiritual cup, and people drink it from pulpits. They drink it when they drink in false religion. And that, to me, is worse than literal wine. Yes, it yeah. is. Because literal wine, I mean, unless you are a real straight-up bona fide alcoholic, you will be sober, and when you get up in the morning, you'll sober up. Mm -hmm. But when you're drunk off false religion, you're drunk 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 12 yeah. months a year. You're drunk all the time, yes, and you man. don't even know it. Man. So... God don't want you to be given to no type of wine, natural or spiritual. That's, That's like right, what bro. he told you in um, Ephesians, the fifth chapter. He said, be ye not drunk with wine, wine is access, yes, but be ye filled with the spirit. Yes, sir. Let's yes, talk sir. about that spiritual wine, brother. Yes, sir. You don't want to be given it with that. No, you don't. No, <laughs> no, you don't, man. No, you don't. I'm just going to read one scripture right here. This is uh in uh, First Timothy the uh, fifth chapter. Okay. And uh, we'll read 20, 22 and 23. Come on. The Lord say, lay hands suddenly on no man, mm -hmm. neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep thyself pure. Drink no longer, drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake and thine often infirmities. He said a little wine. He didn't say get drunk. <laughs> All right. Drink it for your stomach's sake. And for your often sickness, but don't get drunk. Yes, sir. Word up. All right. And we want y'all to call us up. Chicago, 773-928-9230. Suburb, 708-647-0514. And also, Indiana, 219-937-9230. So please give us a call. Our phone lines are wide open. Or if you want to comment on our program on the station feedback line, you can give us a call at 877-992-2106, or you can call 773-616-2762. All right? Okay, we want y'all to hit us up. All right, we have a call. Jacob's Ladder. Calling you live with the sons of Jacob on Jacob's Ladder. Hello? Hey, how you doing? Praise and thanks be to God and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Praise him. Okay, I'm reading from uh, Isaiah, the fifth chapter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm starting at verse 12. I'm going to read verse 12. It talks about Israel, the Lord's vineyard, and the harp, and the vow, the tablet, and the pipe, and wine are in their feast, but they regard not the work of the Lord, neither consider the operations of his hands. Mm. Out of all of us getting beat up, marching, and everything, we party, 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 party. Yes. But we don't know 
what God is doing. That's right. You know, so uh, that's why we're in captivity. That's right, sister. That's why. So that's all I got to say. Keep up the good work. All I love right. you. Love you too, okay, Lord. All right. Bye-bye. All right, we want y'all to continue to call us up. Phone lines are wide open. Chicago 773-928-9230. Suburb 708-647-0514. And Indiana 219-937-9230. Y'all keep it locked. We got music coming up right here on Jacob's Lada. Jacob's Lada, come on. Jacob's Lada, come on. Jacob's Lada, come on. Hey yo, what's up? This is Tony, and when I'm in town, I'm climbing up Jacob's ladder with the sons of Jacob. Word up, the hottest show on radio. Keep it locked, baby. You know what's up.
talking about on um, the trades, you know. He said her not the oil or the wine. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you, you gotta remember that, you know, while these plagues are being poured out, you know, what usually happens after war is famine. Mm-hmm. But the Lord is still gonna be allowing some trading between countries, you know, but a fourth part of the earth, you know, the uh the uh the Antichrist will have control over a certain part of the earth and exactly. they won't be able to buy, sell, or trade or anything without the mark of the beast. Exactly. But that won't be over the whole earth. Some parts of the earth will still function like normal. All right. So uh, you keep listening, my brother, and uh, tune in every Monday night at 9 o'clock because we deal with a lot of different topics each week. Yes, sir. Just give us a call at 773-928-2761, and we can answer some of those other questions off there. Yes, sir. We got in-home Bible study. We do a whole lot of things to teach the Word of God. Yes, sir. Uh All right. Y'all continue to call us up. Chicago, 773-928-9230, suburb 708-647-0514, and also Indiana, 219-937-9230. All right. We want y'all to uh, call us up. The topic, once again, is be not given to, to wine. wine. Yes, sir. All right. So y'all hit us up with that. A powerful, dynamic, inspirational gospel station. We are WYCA, Lansing, Chicago, and WYCA, Genoa, Rockford, Dakota, a Crawford Broadcasting Station, 106.3 FM.
Man, Trinity 5-7, they are back out. Their new album is out. The name of that tune was Lord, it was real hot. Y'all make sure y'all go get that. What was the name? What's the name of that album, baby? You got the name of it, Rick Rubin? What's the name of that album? People want to, they probably want to know. The name of that album is called The Kiss. The Kiss. Sir. All right, if you want to go get that kiss, go over to the House of Peace bookstore, okay? Yes, Evergreen Plaza. You can also go out over there in Roseland, all right? And at the House of Peace, okay? And get that. Go holler at Quincy. Go get that banging album. Exclusively here on so, Jacob's Ladder. Come man. On. All right. Calling you live with the sons of Jacob on Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's Ladder. Hey, how you doing? All right. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> you on Jacob's Ladder, sister? You're live. Come on now. Call at us. Because I was writing down the Trinity 57 because I wanted to know who was singing that. Okay. Um, yeah. I just wanted to say thank you. Okay. Uh, I don't get to hear you all the time because my radio or my house doesn't come in good. But when I'm in my car leaving school, mm -hmm. I do listen. And I really admire you all. And I really like the word and the songs that you all play. And Okay. I just to say thank you for being so great. Well, praise the Lord. Inspiring us all. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, sister. You know what? We got something for you tonight. <laughs> all right? Okay, okay, we appreciate okay. that call, and uh, we got some tickets for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right? Thank you want to hear some more good music with some gospel on it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. We got some tickets for you, all right? Okay. It's, it's uh, music. Music. Musical extravaganza, the Israel of God is uh, having. And uh, we want you to hold on because we're going to give you the information. We want some information for you from you. And we got some okay. tickets for you. We want you to come out and check this out. It's going to be real nice. Got a lot of different acts there. We're going to be there also. Oh, okay. So I get you. Oh, yeah. You get tickets. So we want you to hold on, okay? We're going to okay. get some information. Don't hang up. Okay? okay. All right. Hold on, sister. All right. Right here on Jacob's Ladder exclusively. We got tickets. Uh-huh. You know, we playing good music. We yes, giving sir. you gospel. Who's playing that type of music? We playing. Nobody. All right, we have a call. Call you live with the sons of Jacob on Jacob's Ladder. Hello? Okay. How you doing? Hello? Hey, how you doing, brother? Oh, I'm good. I just wanted to tell you guys, I really feel you. And um I got a I got a buddy who who got saved and and he was delivered from drinking. And I, my question is basically, uh, what can I do? Because he fell and went back into it and kind of pulled away from the church. And I've been praying for him for a while. And I've been calling, encouraging. Well, is there another step? You guys mentioned 10% being, you know, it's just the addiction, but then 90% is a made up mind. So what what can I do besides what I'm doing to I think, help? I think the number one thing is he have to have a desire to stop drinking. That's something that you can't give him. But at the right, same time, right. what you can give him is you can be a brother to him. You can come by and visit him. You can visit him, fellowship okay. with the brother, come and pick him up for church sometime. You know, don't ask him to come. And if he don't show up, he just don't show up. You know, what are you doing Sunday? But whatever you're doing, I'm coming by and I'm going to come and get you. Or just surprise him. Come by on a Sunday and get him. You know? Okay. Okay. Just say, man, you're going to church with me today. Or whatever. Be a brother. Take him out to eat, you know? 
Hey, if the man is hungry, feed him. If he naked, clothe him. That's right. Bro. Those are the things that win you to God, brother. You know, not just the preaching itself. You know, right. Word. I mean, the preaching is for those who want to serve God. Yes, sir. Who want to hear the truth. <laughs> I mean, okay. but all them other things, those things are even more important than the actual teaching itself. Yes, sir. But that's what yeah. brothers do. Okay, I, I really appreciate it. All right, my brother. You too now. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Calling you live with the Sons of Jacob on Jacob's Ladder. Hello. Hey, how you doing, brother? Doing all right, man. Well, praise the Lord. I'm calling, uh, this is actually my first time calling. Check this show out about two weeks, like about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And, uh, man, it's just been a blessing, brother. I came out of the hip-hop, like, world. I was, uh actually a dj for over 10 years mm-hmm. um and and actually was in the business in the, in the music marketing business worked with a lot of the you know the big names and once i came back really to the lord and got got my life changed around it just kind of like i dropped everything you know Man, praise and the lord. uh because you know you can no longer listen to jay-z or something like that you know stuff that i used to really live by and really spin and produce and do all those things and when i heard your show mm-hmm. i heard you say something it was about two weeks ago and you said that if it's not if it's not good then you weren't playing it and that's one thing that i felt about you know once i got into the christian into the christian life my love has always been music and spinning but you know i heard some things that were kind of like well they were kind of cheesy you know and i said well God is also a God of excellence. That's right. And even in all things, in music, if you know, if you're gonna bring something that is gonna move that brother that's on the corner, that that head that listens to hip hop, word. And if you give him something that's cheesy, if he compares it to his worldly thing, he, you know, he, he may not get the message, you know. And I think you guys really are doing a good job of uh, of bringing that that that, that hip hop. But you know, we taking it back for the Lord. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I kind of feel the energy from you guys that it's not, I mean, this is authentic. You know, this is good. This hey, y'all, uh, let me interrupt you real uh-huh. quick. Man. Let me and, and I'm telling you, from, from coming from that, you know, from, from the hip hop. Let me, let me interrupt from, you, my brother. Listen, uh, you excellently call ex- everything you're talking about you on point. But I want to give you some tickets. You say you love music. Listen, Sunday, August 25th at the Duzabo Museum. It's going to be a musical extravaganza going on, okay? We want you to come out. We got some tickets for you. We want you to come out. So we can meet you. Yeah, we can meet you. We want you to enjoy yourself. Hear some good good gospel music and meet some brothers, you know what I'm saying, like ourselves, man, all right? So what we want you to do is we want you to hold on, give some information to the brother on the phone, and uh, we're going to give you some tickets. You can come on out and enjoy yourself, man. Have a good time. Yes, sir. Okay? And we ain't done yet because we Cavey is getting ready to blow. Yes, sir. <laughs> Word up. Yeah. All right. Take, Word take, up. Take, take a Listen up, Chicago. It's your boy, Ion, a.k.a. McCabe is back again with the Sons of Jacob appearance announcements. You know what I'm saying? The One Way Family Worship Center's Pursuit of Excellence Back to School Festival. That's going to be on August 24th. They're located at 4639 West Washington. SOJ will be there in person performing. For more information on these performance and other performance dates, stay tuned each week to Jacob's Ladder and you can call our office number at 773-928-2761. You need to go and get that increased album from the Sons of Jacob that's also off the meter. You can get that at the House of Peace Bookstore and Evergreen Plaza Shopping Center or 115-1500 Michigan Avenue. You can also get it at Israel's Clean Meat House at 2508 East 75th Street, okay, where the meat is always clean. And the website is www.sonsofjacob.net. 
If you got any uh, money or donation that you want to send us, send that to JB Gospel slash Jesse Ron Management, P.O. Box 178671, Chicago, Illinois 60617. You can hit up Mike's Mobile Car Washing Detailer for hand wax, buffing, wheel cleaning, interior shampooing, and engine cleaning. That's 708 945 6632. He'll hook your car for shizzle. What up? Hit Mike up. He do a great job. No doubt. I want to send some quick shouts out. Shouts out to Deborah and Caress uh, Brown. Shouts out to Quincy and his wife. Yes, sir. You know, praise the Lord for you, brother, and, and the thing you're going through with your baby and all that. Praise the Lord for you. And also, we want to shout out to Darnell. All right. We also, we appreciate everybody uh, 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 for uh, joining our Bible study, you know, on Friday nights. And please invite a friend next week. Stay on the lookout for Sons of Jacob Ministries. We hope to speak with you real soon. Until then, we'd like to say peace in, in Jesus' name. Get ready, Will McCabeus is coming.